Good morning, everyone. My name is Jacqueline Mejias Fuertes, and I am honored to be here today. I am the regional director of the Small Business Development Center, and this is the launch of our podcast, Talk of Success, and we're doing it in honor of SBDC Day. So for those of you who may not have had an opportunity to see me live um, earlier this week, SBDC Day has been, it's a proclamation, basically, and New Jersey has joined 49 states to honor the SBDCs, the America's Small Business Development Center, for all that we do for the small business community. So our particular center, which is part of a network, um, which consists of 12 SBDC centers, SBDC centers, excuse me, a little bit too excited. I guess I have to just bring it down a notch, but I will, as it is our first podcast. So be ready for some errors, but it'll be great. I'm sure of it. (laughs) Uh, So going back to the SBDC here in the state of New Jersey, we have 12 centers strategically located throughout the state covering all 21 counties. And we're here to help small businesses develop not just small businesses, but entrepreneurs as well. So in honor of SBDC Day, our particular center decided to launch this podcast. Our center is pretty innovative, and that's what it's been known for throughout uh, the 12 centers. And as such, what's the next best thing for us was let's try podcasting. And we are here at Shared Universe Podcast. Studio, uh, which they gave me my first try back in October during Women Entrepreneurs Rock. And that was my first taste of podcasting. And I said, you know what, this is something that I believe we should be doing on a more frequent basis. So we hope to come to you once a month uh, to provide you with some great information, having some guests, some locals, some from afar, talk about entrepreneurialism and the success of small businesses. I do want you to know that success is an individual thing. So when we talk about success, we'll get some great tips, ideas, um, information, some motivation on how to keep on going as entrepreneurs. So I do want to share some more information about the SBDC, but I'm going to leave that towards the end. And I want you to hang on because I want to talk about what our other SBDC centers are doing today. We're just the tip of the iceberg. We're just at the beginning of the day. So in doing so, I decided to round up a couple of great individuals. They happen to be women this time around. Um, It says something a lot about our (laughs) SBDC center um, with the events that we put on. Mm -hmm. But that being said, today we have our incredible guests, which are our success award winners for 2018. And we have Jill and Alexis, and I will have them speak a little bit on their success or what they're claiming, you know, how they're moving through their path or journey regarding entrepreneurialism. And then we also have Stephanie Burroughs, who Stephanie and I go way back. And we go way back (laughs) because Stephanie um, actually is an expert consultant for the SBDC, but I met her when she was the regional director or the executive director, I want to say, of our procurement department um, headed out of our headquarters. So with that, um, regarding the SBDC, make sure to follow us on Facebook, just Put in MOSBDC, you know, like us on Facebook, rather, and find us on Instagram and on Twitter and also on YouTube. So we do have some YouTube uh, content up there that could be very helpful for you in some aspect of your small business. So I am going to turn over to the ladies and it's going to be on my left, which are the co-owners of Fasten. And I am going to have each one of them talk to you a little bit more about themselves. And then this format, it's more of an interview, but it's a conversation. I feel that through conversation, we learn a great deal. I say we're adult learners, we're continuous learners. And as such, we learn from other people's experiences. So that being said, said, we're going to start right here. So Alexis or Jill, whichever one of you want to go first. Sure, I'll go first. (laughs) My name is Alexis Castellano, and um, let's see, my background, um, I have a BA in journalism from Lehigh University. I always saw myself with a career in journalism. I always loved to write. Um, So I got a job outside of college um, as an editorial assistant for um, an advertising agency, and I worked for about two years, but I just 
very quickly realized that corporate life was not for me. Um, I really wanted to do something on my own. I always had that spirit of I want to be my own boss and I want to do my own thing. So I partnered with my mom, who at the time was running um, an event planning company in Marlboro. And um, I worked with her for about 10 years running the business and um, helped her grow it. And um, during that time, I got married and had two daughters and met Jill over here. <laughs> um, we met in a mommy and me class when my daughter and her son were six months old. And then we became good friends. And um, we'll tell you about the story later about how we ended up starting Fasten, but that... That was the next step for me, but we'll, we'll get to that later. Let Jill tell you about herself. Um, thank you so much for inviting us here. We're excited to be part of the first podcast. Uh, so my name is Jill Slater. Uh, I live in Marlboro, New Jersey, and I have two kids, uh, a son and a daughter. And I have a BSN from the University of Iowa in nursing and a master's in nursing from NYU. And before starting Fasten with Alexis, I was running um, a nationally um, recognized stroke center um, in New York. Uh, and like Alexis, uh, I wasn't completely enamored with um, working for other people, um, but I, I enjoyed um, sort of running the programs and um, building uh, uh programs and, and working and building new ideas and really sort of making successful um, um, uh, teams and things like that. So when Alexis and I first met and started talking about this sort of innovative idea that we had come up with, uh, we always joke that we made each other do it. I, I always say that she made me sort of move forward with starting our company, and she jokes that I, I made her. <laughs> um, but we, um, I think it was the right time for both of us to really start um, moving forward with this idea and turning it into a company. Fantastic. I didn't know that about you ladies. I mean, I came in when they were thinking of Fasten, really, mm -hmm. when you were working on Fasten. So nice to hear about your history. Right. <laughs> good. And on my right is Stephanie Burroughs. Stephanie, share. Hi, everyone. So Dr. Stephanie D. Burrow, CEO of Stephanie Speaking. And as Jacqueline mentioned, I am also one of, um, I, they are my clients. Mm -hmm. The SBDC are my mm -hmm. clients. Um, they're one of my clients. And um, so I guess I just couldn't totally divorce you guys. <laughs> it's you not. Know? It's a hard one. <laughs> yeah, it really is. You'll see a lot of the um, people who were formerly with SBDC still providing expert consulting services. But I've been an entrepreneur since I was a kid. I was always coming up with something to do, to mm -hmm. sell, to ideas. And um, I can tell you the entrepreneurial spirit has always been within me. And one of the things that I found is that four years in on a job, I start getting the itch, the burn. <laughs> Um, and it was really difficult to stay. And in fact, I didn't most of the time, but there were two positions which I managed to stay more than four years, um, eight to nine, eight years in one and nine years in another. And that was really different for me. So if you have that burn as an entrepreneur and you're wondering, how do I do this? You know, how do I stay where I am? And I have to complete certain things. You know what you need to complete. You know what your goal is before I make this move. That's fine. But we, you can still do some things on the side. So I always had something else going on. I always had the side hustle. And then in between, it would be full time. Well, now I'm full time. And I'm not going back. <laughs> and I don't. It's I don't. Hard to go back. I can't go back. <laughs> I speak. I train. I coach. And I consult. <laughs> and I write. And I write on what I speak, train, coach, and consult. So I'm always nice. educating folks, inspiring, impacting, and informing. Oh. Well, Stephanie, I knew a great deal of Stephanie. And one thing that some people may not know about me, unless you've taken a course with me, is that I, too, am an entrepreneur. At this stage of my life, I'm more of an intrapreneur yes. because I believe in spreading entrepreneurialism and the value that it brings to a person's life, as well as to the communities that they live in and serve. So for me, I had, you know, three ventures that I 
really got off the ground to the totally tank. And I say that with pride simply because I learned something from it. And that allowed me when I came to the state of New Jersey, actually to say, okay, what did I do wrong in New York? Let me give, you know, now that I'm in New Jersey is a new slate. It's a new chapter. How do I do this and how do I get it done right? And in doing that, I found the SBDC. So my connection to the SBDC goes back into the nineties, if you could believe that. And part of it was, receiving the education that I needed in order to make sure that I created a sustainable business. So for me, it was just a, a stepping stone. I didn't know that, I don't know, probably mm, about 20 years in that I would end up being the director of the center. Who knew? We never know the pathway um, that we're that we're on and the journey that we're going to take and where we're going to end up. Uh, so with that, once again, grateful to have everyone here, especially helping us celebrate SBDC Day. Now, that being said, I know that, um, Alexis, you touched upon it when you said, um, I didn't, you know, you always knew deep down inside you wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I get that mm -hmm. because I think from childhood at 13 years old, I was babysitting dogs, mm -hmm. you know, made a profitable business. So, yes, I already had my entrepreneur hat on. I have to say that watching my mother in a way, the same way, um, teaching me different aspects of life, the things that you can do. And I always say my mom was um, a serial entrepreneur that never had a legitimate business. And by that, I just mean that she never registered a business. And from that, I did learn what is it that I want to do? How is it that I want to share with the community? Because that's the other thing she instilled in me. So tell us a little bit more. What got you, you know, into your entrepreneurial journey, so to speak? So share. Sure. So, um, well, as I said, I, I was running a business already with my mom, which she started. Um, and I just came into it. Um, and helped her for about 10 years. And then during that time, um, Jill and I were um, swimming with our young daughter. Well, actually, her son and my daughter. And I, also, I she was two and a half at the time. And I was, and my younger one was nine months, maybe 10 months. Um, and I took her to the bathroom when she was potty training. And I really struggled to get her bathing suit off because she was wearing a one-piece swimsuit. Um, I couldn't, I was at the point where I was lifting her off the ground when I was trying to get it back on. It was you know, it wasn't even laying right. So I went back outside to Jill and I, I told her of my struggle and we started talking and said, um, you know, I the there's... Sorry. Sorry. I'm trying Sorry. to get it on Facebook. It's okay. That's it's what happens for multitasking. Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, it's weird to hear your own voice when you're speaking. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we started talking about why... What, why wasn't there something better out there? And I think that's how a lot of great ideas are formed, like when you're solving a problem because you're saying, why doesn't this exist or does this exist? Because that's that's that was actually our first thought. Does this exist? We started doing some research. We couldn't find anything. Um, so we decided let's play around with this and make something. So I, for us, our story didn't actually evolve by saying, People ask me this all the time. Did you always want to be a bathing suit designer? And I said, no, I never even thought about being a bathing suit designer. It never crossed my mind once. I thought I'd be a journalist, really. I never even thought I'd be a party planner. Um, but we had this idea, and we couldn't let it go. So I think, you know, you there's something in you when you're an entrepreneur that you, you can't let something go, and you have to see it through, whether you had the intention or not. Um, when the idea comes to you, like, you can either start out and say, I I, I want to do something on my own. Let me figure something out to do. Or an idea comes to you and you say, I'm going to, how am I going to make this happen? And so that's that's how it happened for Jill and I. Like, we weren't sitting around the pool saying, let's become bathing suit designers. <laughs> it was more like, let's solve this problem because it's, it's we struggle. Our daughters struggle. Other moms struggle. And we want to fix it. So, absolutely. And for you? I mean, the story is very similar. I think that for for me, it was that, uh, you know, as not just being an entrepreneur and having that in our mind, but being moms um, of young kids, we were already in problem solving mode mm -hmm. and that our day to day lives were surrounded by waking up and going to sleep, solving problems for ourselves and our kids and how we could make our lives easier. And when we had a real um, you know, problem that we felt 
wasn't being solved. Instead of just sitting back and saying, oh, well, I guess we'll just continue the struggle, we thought to ourselves, we can solve this. Mm -hmm. Um, And we sort of took it upon ourselves to say, let's just see how easy it could be to fix this. (laughs) How easy was that? (laughs) That's a big Um, (laughs) N-O-T. But that Um, didn't stop us. But I think that it it sort of went from just sort of experimenting with it to um, trying different, you know, you know, trying different ways of fixing it. And it it went from being um, not just, like, I think that we always said to ourselves, let's fix this problem for ourselves. And then we started talking to other people and realizing that it wasn't just our own problem, that it was mm-hmm. a universal problem that women experienced and moms experienced and little girls experienced. And then we started saying, this could really be something that we could help everybody with. And that's when we started talking about how we could then take it to the next level. And I think that's when we said, how could we design this not just for our own girls, but how could we make this into something that was easy to manufacture and easy to sell and and could really be adapted to a, a bigger market. And that's when we turned into entrepreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you were entrepreneurs way before that. You? you ladies hit on a key point. And that's what I found out when I started my last business. It came out of necessity. Mm-hmm. I was a circulation director. Mm-hmm. There was a service I wanted and it wasn't available. Right. And what got me thinking was, at first, is it just me? And then mm-hmm. I'm like, no, there has to be other uh, SB, well, directors, um, circulation directors that are looking for the same type of service. Right. And then I realized that it was something the small business community was looking for. Mm-hmm. So in doing that, you know, it was an unserved need, not knowing that it wasn't out there and finding the opportunity within that and saying, right. you know what, it's a challenge that I'm having, but is it truly just my challenge or is it a challenge that's occurring right. across the board and right. we can actually um, create something that could be of service to others. And I know you ladies did an incredible job coming up. Um, you have a patent on it, which I think it's Three. phenomenal. Yeah. Three. 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 Yeah. And, and, and a pending utility patent. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, these ladies blew my mind away when they came into our office and we started talking about it, but that's partly it, seeing that there is a situation, it's an opportunity, Absolutely. and how do you, it's not just about, because it's great to create money, trust me, I am one to say money is not everything, because it isn't, and I do believe if you do the right thing, the money will follow, but it's a nice thing when it's there, <laughs> especially the passion has to be there, because I always tell our, my clients, if you don't have passion or the passion for what you're doing, there's going to come a time where passion is the only thing that's going to drive you. And if you're not, if it's not there, you you get to the line where you're like, I think I want to cut this off kind of right now. I am so happy you ladies kept on going. I know you encountered a great deal of challenges. So Stephanie, anything you want to add to that? Well, I would just say that um, at 13, I knew I was supposed to be speaking professionally everywhere. And it happened when I was the valedictorian at my elementary school. I didn't expect it, but yes. And they had had us write a paper. Mm -hmm. Well, my paper was 13 pages. (laughs) They didn't tell me I was going to be valedictorian, that I would have to speak what I wrote. But the moment I hit that stage in front of several hundred people for graduation, I knew that was it. I felt transported. Now, as a kid, I used to get in trouble at home for talking too much in school, but now I can get paid for that. So <laughs> I'm just that's saying. That's it right there. You know, <laughs> but the most important thing was to be able to share something of that was informative, but that was also, more importantly, it was inspiring, and then it was informative, and it was impactful so that you would do something, you would take an action after that. I've been really fortunate to create platforms for myself throughout my career at the various different places I've worked and um, doing things and all, all behind supplier diversity, contract compliance, monitoring for minority women, small, all the other acronyms, programs, um, diversity certifications, project management, program management, director of a program for the New Jersey Transit for the Hudson Bergen Light Rail. I was the, the project director for the Disadvantaged Business Enterprise program. So that was that was a challenge. And that was, um, whew, 
learning curve. <laughs> Still got the stripes on my back because now you got to deal with employees. Right. Okay. Right. So, it, you know, but again, all of the things you talked about, for me, it was more about, and this is what I say to my clients is, when you understand the gift or the talent that you have and you work in your what you're purposed to do, mm-hmm. the passion will carry you through, just like you all have mentioned. It's the passion for it that will keep you going no matter what when you have questions and wonder, why am I doing this? <laughs> and is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. You know, but you'll know, especially when you're working with gifts that you already have, that you were blessed with. And that's what I'm doing today. I agree. Which is fantastic. I mean, for, I, I guess for everyone here at this table, um, it is part of what we do because we have the passion behind it. I, I didn't realize that how much I enjoy teaching, mm. how much I always knew I enjoy helping others because that was instilled in me as a child. Um, but also entrepreneurialism. It's like I breathe, eat. Mm-hmm. I, you, when it comes to entrepreneurialism, I'm there. You know, mm-hmm. whatever it takes to help someone develop that entrepreneurial mind, I'm here. Entrepreneurialism, while some people may not think it's for everyone, I think certain aspects of it is for everyone. Mm-hmm. So as we keep on going through our conversation here, well, entrepreneurial is wonderful. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think everyone <laughs> should share it in some aspect. The reality is that There's some sacrifices that come along with creating your business. Mm -hmm. And while everyone may think, oh, look at these ladies, they (laughs) made it. And we are going to talk about their success because they're truly a success, as well as Stephanie. There's things that you're going to give up. And I said, you know, I started my business simply because of my children. I wanted to make sure that I was home for my children. And for me, being able to be there for my children was a success for me. Um, yes, it was nice that uh, income was there, and that was wonderful. But it was really the fact that my children felt safe and secure, that if they needed mom, mom would be able to show up. So for you ladies, what would you say was one of the things, because like I said, people think, oh, you made it. It's easy. I know about the sweat and tears, but what is it that you would like to share and start either way? I think that, um, I think for me, I mean, we we spoke about this a little bit, that Alexis and I both were working prior to um, going and starting Fasten. Mm -hmm. And that, um, yes, it's wonderful to be your own boss and be an entrepreneur, but there also is a lot of security in having a nine to five job and having that paycheck come every couple of weeks um, and knowing that when you show up for work, there's maybe health care and, uh, and a 401. That's and, so true. Um, yes. And, uh, and that was a big discussion that my family had before I left that job that I had been at for 15 years. Um, but and Alexis and I talked about this, that when we when we started Fasten, it would be, okay, like, we'll have a meeting on Tuesday mornings, and we'll, and I can't be at that meeting because I'm working on Wednesday. And, and then it got to that, like, I can't work on Wednesday because we have a meeting on Wednesday for Fasten. <laughs> and then it got to the point where we were working and had meetings on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then I couldn't work <laughs> for my job. And it got to the point where we were working for Fasten so much that I actually couldn't continue at my other job. And it sort of evolved into needing to work full time with Fasten. Mm -hmm. And it really, it was, um, it definitely was a decision that my family had to make. And I've been blessed that my husband supported me through that. And I was lucky that I was able to be supported through that decision. But it it certainly was a sacrifice and and a risk um, that I'm happy that I was able to take and did take. But it certainly was a sacrifice. Right. For me, um, you know, I was working with my mom at the time. She helped us with the design. She used to be a fashion designer. So she, as hard as it was to leave that business, I was slowly transitioning away from it anyway. And she was fully encouraging me. So having her support was great. So my mine was a little different. For me, it was the sacrifice was time. Because even with the other business I was running, you know, when I would come home at the end of the day, I was done. Yeah. I can focus mm-hmm. on my kids, focus on my husband, focus on my house, focus on laundry. Um, when we really got into that full-time fasten time, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. 
yeah, and, and thank God for the passion you guys spoke mm -hmm. about because without that, you can't get through because that's what pushes you through. Um, we always would joke, like, we I'd get up probably 5, 30, 6 in the morning, do an hour of work, get my kids up, off to school, work all day. They'd come home, time would stop, do what I needed to for them, get them to bed, work again, yeah. probably <laughs> till midnight, 1 in the morning. And that happened almost every day. We'd work all weekend as, you know, and you sacrifice, you know. Mm -hmm. My husband was supportive, but sometimes he'd say, want to watch TV with me? And I'd say, I can't, mm -hmm. I have to work, mm -hmm. you know? So that was hard. Everybody, people talk about finding a work-life balance. And again, I don't want to sugarcoat it. it. I'm not saying not to go out after your dreams, but be prepared. Like <laughs> it's hard to find a balance. Mm -hmm. And and you, you do, you, you can, you do it the best you can, but um, you just have to be prepared to, to give a lot of time. Because when it's your own business, it's great. Nobody's telling you what to do, but you're telling yourself. You're driving yourself. And when it's you have that passion yeah. and drive, there's never it doesn't stop. There's exactly. always something to do. It's very hard to say, hmm, I'm going to stop and do this tomorrow. You know, <laughs> well, At least that, that's the way it was for me. I just felt like I could be working all the time. We used to tell people that we were in a meeting between like 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock. Right. Because that's when, that was when our kids were. Right. <laughs> we had you were in a meeting. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I said, I'm sitting here and I'm listening and I'm going, Jesus, that sounded like my schedule. Because it was the same thing. Yep. I mean, yeah. it was a matter of when the kids were home. That's when I wasn't working. But the moment they went off to bed, mm -hmm. I was up to three in the morning. Yeah. And it just meant that I get three hours of sleep right. up at six yeah. and I'm starting my schedule again. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say hi, Lisa. Lisa Kanda is watching us on Facebook Live. Thank you. Uh, nice to see you. You know, everyone at the table. Um, Lisa is one of our expert consultants. And actually, she moved to Savannah, Georgia, but wow. she's still working Aww. with us. Um, she does it remotely. So Thank you, um, Lisa. Excellent. And yes, we are excited on um, launching our podcast. So, Stephanie, what else would you like to add in terms of sacrifice? Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> uh, sacrifice. Sleep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, I've always had a challenge with sleep. Mm -hmm. Never was one to be able to sleep much at all since childhood. But I got to say... It's it's sometimes you have to remind yourself at 5 a.m. when you're getting up, I'm going to bed <laughs> um, and, and setting the clock on my phone, you know, three to four. I'm counting. Like if I go to bed by this time and then I get up by this time, I will have gotten this amount of hours of sleep. But that doesn't count the many times that you have to get up and go, go to the. <laughs> you know, some of you understand what I'm talking about. As you season, you're going more at night. Um, that's a big one there. Um, not so much about what was I losing, but I would say the risks that I've taken. And I've taken them out of faith, strictly from faith. Because um, it, it's... Sometimes you have to scratch your head like, did I really just pay all that money for that coaching set program or that training program? Or did I fly across to the other side of the country for this, that and the other? Yes, because I think one of the things I find working with business owners and having been working with them for so many years, more than 40 years now, um, through all of the different variations of my time working for others, is not... Is you have to be willing to invest in yourself and in your business. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I have people who are doing certain things for me in the background because I've learned I am not going to do all of this technology. I <laughs> learn it. I've done some of it and said, no, I am the talent. Let me do what I do and find somebody else to do this other stuff for me. I have to stop you for a second. Hence why we are here at Shared Universe Pot, <laughs> Pot Studio, because I said, what? Create a podcast? And I'm going, oh, you could do this yourself? No. I just want to be able to walk in. And I thank Julia Sapsic for introducing me to this because I said, I am not doing this. I want this. This is a bonus to what we do at the SBDC and bringing information to the communities we serve. But do I want to do this? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. So sorry for the interruption, Stephanie, no, but I have I'm to so get that I'm so glad I there. got a sister on this one because <laughs> a lot of us want to do it all. And if I've 
you know, and I'm saying I, when I work with clients, I'm like, well, who's doing this for you and who's doing that for you? And what people are missing is there are so many different ways in which to find assistance. It's not always going to be that you pay a arm and a leg and a hip and a thigh, as I've done in some cases. And I'm paying for it now, literally. Um, but get help. You cannot do everything. Do what you are best at. Talked about that. You know, mm-hmm. you got to do what you're best at. When I say to people, do a personal SWOT analysis. Once you do that, focus on your strengths and your opportunities, and you can hire somebody else, whether it be part time, whether it be through um, some of those other websites that mm-hmm. you can get help Internships, for. You, you know, it. interns for days. Mm-hmm. Okay, and let them do what they're good at that you're not. And you can get it done. And sometimes you 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 know you're working with other you you team up with another company. They have certain things that they can do. You have certain things you can do. You come together as a team. Do a teaming relationship for that. I mean, there's so many different ways to do it. Collaborate. Some of you barter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I just did that with someone who I'm using their space for an event I have coming up in in May. So for women. Mm-hmm. So I would encourage people to just not be not focus on doing everything because that's how you free up time for yourself. And she and you said something, Alexa, right? Alexis. Okay. Alexis. Oh, yeah, what was that's I okay. <laughs> you can call me Alexis. <laughs> you mentioned something about, you know, like when the husband wants you to spend some time. Mm-hmm. You know, there are ways that you can build in nuggets of time. Yeah. It doesn't have to be long, expansive time frames, but nuggets of time where they now feel like they're a part of this, that they are important to mm-hmm. you and you give them that time. It could be, he wants me to watch TV. Okay. I'm going to sit with you for 15. He don't know, what 15 <laughs> is, but it's like 15 minutes. I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's talking to you and you're like, mm-hmm. yes, babe. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just saying. Okay. And, and it's like, you know what? Oh, gosh, I got to get this thing out for so-and-so in the morning. So is it okay with you if I take off and get that done? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I have to share. Um, Lisa, again, our expert consultant who's on, one of the things that Lisa says is, yes, as a business owner, taking risk is huge. Remember, the first one was when, and for her, is when she decided to start her business and jumped off that cliff. And I know, Lisa, uh, we've been um, friends and colleagues for a really long time, and I know how that feels. Again, same thing with um, what Jill had said. You know, it's that safety net, do I feel? Mm-hmm. And you just have to take that leap. You just got to do it. You just got to <laughs> do it. No matter um, what you may think, you definitely have to say I have to do it. But Stephanie hit on some great points that you don't have to do everything alone. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm happy to say that's where the SBDC comes in. You know, so ladies, and yes, they are our SBDC <laughs> award winners. And there are award winners because of what they've been able to accomplish in the four years that they've been in business. So just a little sharing as to how the SBDC was able to help. Um, so. Oh, mm-hmm. the SBDC was just so helpful. We actually learned of the SBDC from our lawyer who was doing drafting our business agreement um, or our, yeah. our right mm-hmm. our business agreement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, we didn't we didn't we started out. Oh, I'm sorry. With um, not a ton of you know knowledge in certain areas. So he suggested we contact you guys um, because he said you have resources in all different areas. So if you're struggling with, you know, marketing, if you're struggling with writing a business plan, if you're struggling with finance, you know, the biz- the SBDC can can help you get set you up with mentors or just people who have done it before um, and then, you know, help you know, guide you and answer questions. And, and that was so helpful. I think we, we spoke to a f- few different people you had recommended. Mm-hmm. And also just taking your course, Jacqueline, <laughs> was great. I'll never forget that that day yeah, when we absolutely. did that. And, um, yeah, it was just uh, – we on our way over here, we were talking, Jill and I, and we were saying how – Um, one of the most important things when you are an entrepreneur and you're starting a business is you're never going to know everything. Um, And just like you said, it's very important to find people to do things that when they're better at that than you. But it's also important for you to learn and understand. Even if you don't ultimately Mm. take that task on, Jill and I immersed ourselves in every aspect of our business. Um, Were we making patterns personally? Were we cutting fabric? No, but we were watching them. 
We wanted <laughs> yep. to learn everything because then it helped us, um, you know, identify problems, fix, have, find solutions. And that was just something that, like, I couldn't recommend strongly enough. And, and yeah. finding good people who are smart, who know what they're doing to, like, teach you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, mm -hmm. uh, the SBDC helped us tremendously while we were putting together our business deck mm -hmm. uh, with just uh, basic research that is really hard to access uh, when you're a small business. Mm -hmm. um, it can be very tedious to find. It can be very expensive. Um, and they were instrumental in helping us complete our deck. Um, which we were able to, to put out <laughs> and um, was really helpful um, in helping us grow um, our company um, and put it out there. Uh, and Jacqueline's just been um, incredible. She's just been such a resource for us. She's been a, such a huge support system <laughs> for us. I'm a so cheerleader. Yes. <laughs> she is. Um, and, you know, along with um, surrounding yourself with people who uh, – you know, who can teach you different parts of the business, I absolutely encourage people to find their cheerleaders. Yes. Because when you are starting a business, it's so much easier for people to tell you why you shouldn't be doing your mm -hmm. business. But when you find those people who will tell you why you should and, and, and really encourage you to continue, those are the people to surround mm -hmm. yourself with. Because those are the people that you need to be listening to. Because it's so much easier for people to tell you no, right. <laughs> uh, then to find the people who will tell you yes, and you need the, you, you yeah. need the yesers. Yes, and that we yeah. do. We need those that will encourage us to move forward. Um, really taking the best step possible because some of us move forward without the education, and it really doesn't work end well. Mm -hmm. um, let's go with that. Um, I do have someone on Facebook who's asking. Where is your business located? <laughs> so I'm going to take this opportunity to ask either one of you, Jill or Alex, just share more about Fasten because uh, they clearly they are interested and it is a phenomenal business. I've seen it grow in yeah. the past four years um, to a higher level, actually, right now through a partnership that they've come in come into. So if you want to share a little bit on that, that would be ideal. Sure. So um, currently you can find um, our business at Fasten, F-A-S-T-E-N, like fasten your seatbelt, <laughs> uh, swim.com. We are an innovative swimwear brand um, for little girls where you will no longer have to struggle to get that one piece swimsuit off <laughs> um, for bathroom breaks and um, for diaper changes. Uh, and we are excited to share with everybody that we just partnered with a very large swimwear manufacturer that will help enable us gr to um, grow our brand and um, be able to um, increase our production to help us get into retail stores, which is something that we really haven't been able to do um, on our own. So we're very excited to be able to share that. And um, so look out for us and look out for um, our amazing um, patented designs um, <laughs> coming to some new places in 2019. I know, wow. yay! Oh, yeah. I'm so excited. And, and just to add, um, we're working on women's sizes too. Yeah. So. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> which which people ask us for all, yeah, all the I, time. I, when you go on their website, you can see why. Um, and it's adaptive wear. I, I want to say because we have some individuals that really need adaptive wear. Mm -hmm. So um, you ladies are hitting a home run. Uh, like yeah. I said, I'm honored to be part of your journey and extremely <coughs> thankful about that. So... Um, Anything else you want to add, Stephanie? I mean, here well, we're, gonna... we're going to go into lessons learned. Yes. <laughs> we have so, a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think we're always learning a lesson yes. somewhere along the line. Um, so. so I'm just going to share that on behalf of the SBDC as my client, I work with their clients, those that are going out and looking for opportunities to work in the government sector, in the public sector. They want to actually sell their goods and services to that. And even in the corporate sector. And in so I navigate navigate them through the process. But more importantly, there's a lot of you out there, and, and it's, I'm wondering for you two ladies as well, that may want to be in one of those areas or sell to one of those areas um, that are looking for certification. Whether you want to go on the federal side and, you know, think about it now. Mm. 
Okay. Always thinking. All right. I, I don't want to get into because my coaching helmet is coming on right now. Like, yeah, sit down. Okay. okay. But um, so there's you know all different types of certifications. There's minority women, small disadvantaged, eight A women on small. We can go on with all the acronyms, but that's one of the things that I provide um to the clients of the SBDC, and it's another way in. It's another way to get in the door for um, opportunities that are set aside, contracts that are set aside. Whether or not it's for your company specifically, I don't know. My mind started twirling right away. Mm, what about the so-and-so? <laughs> um, things that people don't normally think about. Mm-hmm. And and something that just came up about having someone that's your yes person, It you know, on the other side of that, for the coaches, saying yes when the business owner is saying no themselves because they have gone through so much and they can't see mm-hmm. beyond the cloud, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm, I have to yes myself. Right. Okay. <laughs> continually. However, I, and I do have my own coach too. So I've, I've had coaches all along and, um, and I, and I see the value of that. And without a shot, in fact, I have my, my trainer and he's my trainer, my mentor, my coach. I've got his book right here. Mm -hmm. You know, I travel with his book sometimes just so that I know that I'm keeping on, that I'm targeted and I'm focused and I'm picking up with somebody who's at the place where I want to be already. Mm -hmm. I'm following in their footsteps. Uh, Who's, who are you all? Well, whose footsteps are you following Mm -hmm. in, if anyone? That's a good question. Um, Specifically, person. I think for me, I'm not, it's, I think it's more for me about the example I want, like I want my daughters to follow in my footsteps. Like I'm not so specific about following somebody else. Exactly. I just want to set the right example for them. Yeah. Well, and But is there some, when I say follow, meaning specifically people that are doing what you, you'd like, you're doing in terms of not necessarily your swimsuit, but right. where they are, how they got there, and what are the lessons learned from them? Because honestly, my fa- I follow Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's what I really follow. But well, I was just, actually going to bring this up, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I love about the SBDC is the Women Who Rock event that mm-hmm. you put on every mm-hmm. year. We've attended three times, and you know Jacqueline organizes this panel of incredible uh, business owners who have started and and really built their business from nothing and um, listening to them. I think for me, it's more of like in general. It's mm-hmm. like I, I listen to the How I Built This podcast That's what I was um, by, by Guy Raz. <laughs> I'm always listening to entrepreneurs and how I need to hear their struggles. I need mm-hmm. to know that they struggle too and mm-hmm. that they succeeded. Um, and so same thing for your panel. Like mm-hmm. when I hear them and, and, and listen to their stories of how they went from A to B and all of the stuff in between, it really keeps you going. It's, it keeps you saying to yourself, okay, everybody struggles. You've got to keep going if you believe in it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I mean, for us at the SBDC, we are coaches. When you come to look at it, I said, I'm the one that's going to hold you accountable. If that's what you need me to do, I will hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem. I also will be the one to definitely see, sit down with you and say, are you sure this is a viable business? Perhaps we need to tweak it because some people come in with their ideas or their own business model and have a hard time in realizing that's not going to work. It's just not going to work in the format that it is right now. Mm-hmm. It's my job to help you flush out the better format that's going to be a success. And regarding Women Entrepreneurs Rock, I have to say Stephanie was our moderator one year. Uh, she has served on a... Yep. And I was on, on the, the panel. panel. Yeah. So she's definitely... Year. Yeah, she's I definitely... I loved it. It's, uh, it's a great event. So it is. I mean, event. and that's part I of putting... I encourage people to go to that. I mean... And the only reason event. I missed was because I was speaking somewhere else <laughs> the last couple so, So for us, I mean, putting on events of panelists, I mean, we have Women Entrepreneurs Rock, but we also have Foodiepreneur for those that are involved in the food service industry. And we're really always trying to find different um, events, but it's about information and helping you understand you're not 
alone, mm-hmm. you know, and we're human beings. And as human beings and social beings, we go through similar situations. And as much as we want to think we're really that unique, I have to say we're not that unique. <laughs> um, you know, when it comes down to it, we need the encouragement. We need to hear other people say, you know, I remember, um, and I can't remember her name, but she owned Peaches. Oh, Peach. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Remember her? Mm-hmm. And her thing was, you know, the bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of stuck in my head that I'm like, yeah, you know, you have to go out there and you have to take a risk, but it's a calculated risk. And that's what we're here for at the SBDC to make sure you take a calculated risk, that it's not a thing that you're putting yourself out there and it's not going to help you achieve um, what you're trying to obtain, which is a successful business. Mm. So um, that being said, I am looking at the time and I just want to make sure that we still have some time here because I do want to share what other things are going on with the SBDC. But before we go into that, can you ladies share, you know, a few action items mm. as to what is it that you would recommend, A, maybe for a startup or for a business that's already around? Because some people think, oh, SBDC is about startup. No, we're not. We're about helping you make sure you create a successful, sustainable business because it's all about economic development and economic growth for us. So in those communities that we're involved in with our host institutions, it's all about going out into the community and saying, how can we help you? You're a business owner. What is it that we can do for you to make sure you are sustainable that you experience economic growth because then it in turn helps the whole community. So that being said, we'll start with you, Stephanie, if you could just give us, you know, a couple of action items that you feel are great takeaways besides coming to the SBDC, because yes, you should be coming to the SBDC if you are in business, if you need assistance, not only do we have information for you, but we have resources. We have relationships that we've cultivated for years. Our network, as I stated before, which has 12 centers. Um, It's a tremendous infrastructure when it comes to resources. That being said, if we don't have the resource that you need in-house, I have 11 other sister centers that I can reach out to to bring those uh, sources to you. So with that, Stephanie, give us a couple um, and then we'll get into what else is happening today as uh, SBDC Day as we celebrate. One of the things that I'm constantly saying over and over, so I'm going to say it today. Do your homework. Do the research. Mm -hmm. Please do the research. Whatever that thing is that you're looking for, do the research first. Um, People have come to me and they said, oh, I want to sell to whatever, whatever. And I start asking a number of questions and realize that's not the right marketplace for what you're selling. Mm -hmm. Do the homework. Don't be afraid to read It's online. You don't have to get up and leave and go to the library now. It's all online. (laughs) Everything. I mean, I'm on Zoom with clients and they're watching me. I show them. I share desktop so they can see what I'm doing to look up specific information for them that's just targeted for them. And then some of the normal things that we go through so they can see what it looks like. And when they get to it on their own, they'll know that they're in the right place. But they're also, one guy said to me once, I'll never forget, took me 20 minutes, but I found it. I'm like that pit bull. Okay. (laughs) You know? So he said, uh, you know, I would, I would never have done all that stuff you just did to get to this. I said, but I got you the answer for you, didn't I? I wanted you to see that the answer is there. Don't say, I can't find it. Take time out. Breathe. Mm-hmm. You may have to restructure how you're putting in your search terms over and over. Just do that. Do the research is the number one thing for anything that you're going after. If you're starting up, if you've been in business, people come to me, been in business for 20 years. But guess what? Everything's changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now they're freaking out. <laughs> so we got to do the research. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Oh my God. Uh, Go ahead. Um, I think for me, the everything is figure outable. So, okay. and oh, that's, that's good. You know, <laughs> I like that figure outable. Well, we'll add that to the You're going to run into you're going to run into roadblocks. So when you do, you know, sometimes you have to take a step back. Sometimes you ne- might need to take an hour off, you know, and mm-hmm. stop thinking about it, but you really can and to to add on to what you said with research with um, you know, trying different things, not being afraid to pivot if you need to. Um, Jill and I had to pivot our business because we were we were selling wholesale in the beginning and it wasn't working for us. Mm-hmm. And we, 
it's scary sometimes, but it doesn't mean you have to stop. Sometimes it just means you have to stop and think. Like, it doesn't mean you have to stop what you're doing. You just have to stop and think and say, what could be better? And don't be afraid to say, okay, well, maybe we'll only sell online. You know, that's what we did. Um, you, you have to be able to pivot with, with times are changing, technology's evolving. I mean, things are always changing, knowing your markets, you know, where... I think it's just pivot, like adding on to what you said, like with all the research and the knowledge and taking all of that and like just being able to be open to change and, um, and, and doing that mm-hmm. if you need to. Okay. Jill? This is one that we didn't talk about, but that we used to say all the time that in business, never get too high and never yes. get too low. <laughs> and that, that. that, you know, you're, that when you're having a really, really great day, take it in. But when you're, ha- you know, but know that like there could always be a better day <laughs> or that, you know, there could always be a bad day. But just know that like that owning your own business has a lot of ups and downs and that you just have to sort of ride the waves of it. And, um, and that, you know, that that's part of, of, of a growing business. And I like, I remember seeing this graph about, you know, how to grow a business and it sort of said, is it like this, where it's just this nice, even, you know, forward going up (laughs) or is it just this like jumble going around and around and around. And it's definitely more like this, like going around and around and around a lot of times. And you just have to ride those waves and, and know that you're, you're headed in the right direction, even though sometimes it doesn't feel like that. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to reiterate what <coughs> was good. said um, in terms of action items, things to take away with. And I really want to start with Stephanie when she talked about research, how critical that is, and mm-hmm. not wanting to do the work. For me, I have to say it's reading. Constantly reading and getting information, mm-hmm. it's going to help you move that needle beyond your expectations. So, yes, we have technology. We have devices. Thank God for podcasts. You're taking a long drive. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you, you oh, know, hit that country. podcast. Yep. Absolutely. So You're driving for an hour. Yep. Guess what? I'm not going to listen to the radio station. I'm really going to listen to a podcast that's going to allow me to acquire some information that's useful. So along with that, pivot adaptation. We live in a world where I always say the one thing you could count on is change. Yes. And because of technology, our world is constantly changing. Yep. And for individuals that think, well, I've been doing it for 25 years and I could continue doing it for 25 years. Guess what? Your business is not going to be around. And that I can say with certainty. It is not going to happen. Technology forces you to do things differently. And it's not a bad thing. It may be a scary thing at the beginning, but it's not a bad thing. And I say that because I remember when I first got my smartphone and I was talking with a colleague and he had a flip phone. And he goes, I don't need that. I said, only because you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And if you knew what this phone could do compared to your phone, you would say, how did I live without it? Right. Because that's and my you, reality. But you all, SBDC has plenty of classes going on. Absolutely. For social media, for technology. Come on. There's, and there's just no excuse anymore. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. For people that are saying to me, oh, I'm not, you know, I do Zoom. Mm-hmm. Well, someone just, I'm happy you said that because someone says, Stephanie, Zoom is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> they go, what database do you use to keep track of clients and email them? Okay, so, so <laughs> for my for my personal clients, I use um, Infusion. I use Infusionsoft for my private clients. I use Infusionsoft for everybody that I'm gathering cards from that are from all different organizations from all over the country and all over the world. I'm taking in that stuff. It's going right into my Infusionsoft. Oh, excuse me. They've just made a change. Infusionsoft keep. (laughs) (laughs) So again, technology, making those changes. And then with what Jill has said regarding ups and downs and riding the wave, I couldn't agree with you more. If you think you're going to go into business and it's going to be a steady flow of income, huh? that's where your passion comes in because sometimes income is not coming in. But you don't want to give up. You don't want to throw in the towel and say, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, If your passion is there, and I always say, you know, it There's a saying out there where, you know, you're getting there. Just don't give up because the next day can be the breakthrough that you're looking for. So it's something you want to continue to move forward Mm -hmm. with. Well, 
bringing us closer to the end here of our show and our podcast. I have to say it's been a wonderful conversation. I do want to share some information regarding the SBDCs. Um, definitely, SBDC as a national organization provides free one-on-one counseling to small businesses um, to nearly over through a thousand locations or more. So knowing that you can go through any state, any U.S. territory, you can find an SBDC um, that'll be there. I want you to know that SBDC helps clients every 35.7 minutes. We're creating a new job um, every 5.6 minutes. We're generating over $100,000 in sales every 7.5 million. And $100,000 in capital is obtained by SBDC in depth counseling every 8.9 minutes. So to me, those were, you know, incredible statistics to share regarding our SBDC network here in the state of New Jersey. I do want you to know we do cover all 21 counties. Um, In 2018, we provided over 18,000 total hours of counseling. We had over 4,202 businesses um, that were clients. We trained over 6,650 individuals and small businesses. We offered, as Stephanie set trainings. We had over 453 trainings um, statewide. In addition to 600, and we assisted 640 SBDC clients start their business. So um, with that being said, we are a tremendous resource. And I always state that. So in honor of SBDC Day today, March 20th, which the governor, uh, Phil Murphy, and lieutenant governor did sign a proclamation acknowledging SBDC Day today. So make sure you share with us somewhere or another. Email me, put it on Facebook, instant message me, any which way. Just make sure you hashtag it SBDC Day and hashtag MOSBDC so we can actually see it. So today, our network, I just want to share some of the events that are happening with our network. We started with our Talk of Success uh, with NJSBDC at Brookdale, and you will see us on a monthly basis for a while, bringing you information. And I ask you, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to share some ideas, message me, you know, email me, jfortes at brookdalecc.edu. We're always looking for ideas. What is it that you want to hear? What kind of conversation would you like us to have? The NJSBDC at King University is actually having a barbecue today. And I'm like, really? And I'm not there. So my colleague and fellow director, David, said, yeah, maybe we'll save you something. I highly doubt it. But definitely go on to the NJSBDC website, which is njsbdc.com. And you can see all the different events that are going on. The NJSBDC NJSBDC at the New Jersey City University is holding a social media for small business workshop. Um, The NJSBDC at Northwest Jersey is actually having March Madness when it comes to webinars. So if you can't step away from your desk today, hop onto their website. There's a webinar in there that could provide you with some great information to help you with the growth of your business. The NJSBDC at Ramapo is having SBDC service as a guide for your future. Um, so that's a workshop that they're having there. Our SBDC at Raritan Valley Community College is having the entrepreneur assessment. Uh, so find out and see how what does it take to be an entrepreneur from them? And JSBDC at Rutgers Camden is actually featuring a Facebook Live um, at two locations. So take advantage of those. See if you could get in today. And JSBDC at Rutgers Newark. I love theirs. They're having an open house called Business is Sweet. Um, <laughs> And I always say, yes, small business is sweet. We know we are the backbone of America so and of our economy. And JSBDC at Rutgers Newark is also holding an open house from 2 to 4 p.m. Um, and it's going to talk about a lean business plan. So if you want to attend there, to the south of us, because we do cover the whole entire state here, we have at Stockton University. They're having a networking um, client uh, business card exchange. So if you're there, reach out to them. The NJSBDC at TCNJ is actually um, launching their new initiative called I Am a Pro-Latino SBDC Ambassador, because based on statistics, um, immigrant 
entrepreneurship is on a on the rise and that's across the board from all different types of entrepreneurs uh, so making sure you visit them and then we have TCNJ at Patterson University and in the morning they're having a Bank of America program the economic mobility basics and then they're having an open house as well in the afternoon from 2 to 3 they're also having a procurement event um, to talk more on procurement which Stephanie was great in sharing that information with me. I do hold Stephanie as the guru of entrepreneurship, not entrepreneurship, of procurement. Um, Entrepreneurship, yes, but definitely procurement. One person that knows her stuff when it comes to procurement is Stephanie. I send our clients to her all the time because she will guide them into what they need to do and what's best going to work for them. So with that, I am going to be wrapping it up. Oh my gosh, five seconds. Um, I can't believe an hour has gone by. I am amazed. I do want to thank Shared Universe Podcast studio again julia for helping me make this happen for being here today and holding my hand because i was like i don't know what i'm doing julia i need you there but i think it was for more moral support uh for my assistant director maggie who's here as well uh, just taking in information so whenever i can't do it guess what maggie's on so <laughs> so we are definitely going to make this happen ladies i am eternally grateful and thankful for having you here for joining us, helping us launch this podcast. Um, With that, just make sure you visit us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Our handle is always the same, mosbdc.com, which stands for Mammoth and Ocean Small Business Development Center. Visit us on our website just to get information on upcoming events. And to those of you that joined us on Facebook, I thank you for helping us make this happen. And with that... Everyone say... And just acknowledge. Oh, um, Lisa, (laughs) Tanya, to all Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer, she's on as well. (laughs) Um, Great to see you, ladies. Um, Great to see you on my Facebook page as well. Uh, Thank you for helping us make this happen. And once again, remember, we're celebrating (laughs) SBDC Day today. Take the time, hashtag it. Let us know how we were helpful. Um, If you want to put up a little video, send it to us. We will make sure to put it up on our Facebook page as well. So with that, I bid everyone a great afternoon. Thank you, ladies, for coming out and sharing your wonderful story. Alexa and Jill, I cannot thank you enough. (laughs) Once again, for allowing me to be part of your journey to me. That's where I get all, you know, I get all the goosebumps and I'm excited every time I'm able to assist a client, make it to another level. I feel that's my purpose. As Stephanie Mm. says, you find your purpose and that's what makes you happy. And when someone said before earlier today, you know, I love my job. I am one of those individuals that I truly do love my job. Stephanie, my dear friend and colleague, um, Keep on doing what you're doing, ma'am. You are rocking it as always. And again, once to everyone, enjoy today. Remember, it is SBDC Day. And with that, I say thank you and have a wonderful afternoon.